I gotta ask you this, because uh, I'm a huge Troma fan, and if the 1996 version of you at Troma got wind of what you're doing 20 years later, how would he react? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get into trouble with these questions, but I, because I, I, I don't know what to say exactly, but I always wanted to make this type of movie, sure. so I don't, I mean, I think I would be happy that I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, but I think that was always what I was looking to do, sure. so it would be... Uh, it would be a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Speaking of back to my childhood and the other characters that are in this, you have uh, Kurt Russell, who I think is a legend. Yep. And also Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Did you have any inkling to do a Tango and Cash reunion on yeah. set? <laughs> I didn't realize I was making a Tango and Cash reunion <laughs> until somebody on set said, hey, you're making a Tango and Cash reunion. I'm like, okay, I guess. I barely remember Tango and Cash, to be completely oh, honest with you. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember it. What is your process when selecting the songs? Because the songs in, this, on, in both films are... Amazing. Well, I, you know, I, I have a list of like maybe 500 songs that are <laughs> Guardians-like songs. Yeah. And when I'm going through the script, if I feel there's a need for a song in a scene, I'll go through that, that list and I'll write it into the screenplay. Sometimes the song I need isn't on that list and I'll have to go searching for something sure. new. Um, but basically, I, I do it very organically. They're all baked into the structure of the story. So we have, uh, we could talk about the Aquaman trailer. Aquaman, oh, man. Shazam. Godzilla. Shazam. Shazam. I feel like, weirdly, there's like no Marvel announcements because I well, guess they, those yeah, they all skipped it. D23 now. Yep. Uh, they skipped Comic Con this year. Okay. All right. Interesting. Me too. All right. Uh, well, well, let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. hello. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third. I'm Jonathan uh, I'm Daniel Jack- Brown. Oh, and I'm ahead. Jack Allison. Should we do that again? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the second time. What's going on? You're losing um, your sink. I know. I know. We we normally just do it sort of in random order. I don't think we always, uh, you know, we match, don't have an order. No, yeah. you're usually in the same room. That's why. No, know. no, we're not. We haven't been for we a haven't little, been for, for a couple, couple months. Of months. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you had a sink, and then it's you true. slowly have fallen. Maybe away we need to that. start getting back together. Uh, well, yeah. We'll see. Okay. Well, uh, just for this reason alone, just for the uh, just for the, the intro. Title. Well, let's take it. Let's just take it again. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Leslie the Third. <laughs> I'm just not going to go. I'm Jack Allison, and this is struggle session. Uh, welcome. welcome. Uh, uh, today we're going to be. You know, we are called. You know, a quote-unquote geek, uh, quote-unquote nerd podcast. Those are words I have never, ever used and never will use just to be It's just um, marketing. You have to understand. Yeah, this is just marketing. Well, they, they, they originally were insults. It was originally something that, like, you would feel ashamed if you were called. Uh, but then, yes, now it's been taken over by marketing, and so uh, it's all about, you know, pride. <laughs> pride in your, in, your identi- in your aesthetic in your- identity that has yeah. been sold to you. Commercial. Yeah. Well, it, it was aesthetic might be too much. Just commercial, commercial, commercial identity, identity. Yeah. <laughs> that, you, that you've bought and paid for, and now having Funko Pop on your wall. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, because of that, we are obligated. Um, this is not our choice. We have yeah. been we have been told by the powers that mm-hmm. be that if we are conti- going to continue to market ourselves as a quote unquote 
pop culture podcast, we right. have to um, pay our dues and talk about San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, we got a letter from Patreon, uh, and they were threatening to uh, uh, remove our account altogether uh, because they got a letter from the government um, saying, you know, that we we are obligated to to talk about San Diego Comic Con, uh, and so uh, we are we are here um, out of uh, contractual obligation. It is and an by, economic uh, generator. Legal liability. It is an economic generator. As yep. members of the gamer American community, we are mm-hmm. obligated to speak of these things because mm-hmm. without Comic Con, what would we have? Yeah. Where else? How do we know? We, how do we know? We what know we're, when? The things to buy are right. available to buy. Mm-hmm. And how else would we know that when you put 250,000 people in one room, it can be kind of smelly? Sure. That uh, is this, uh, commonly what's thought about Comic-Con. I haven't uh, been I'm in gonna, two years. I, I Did I go last year? I don't really remember. It all sort of like blurs together. I didn't go this year. But I won't. I won't not go forever. I will go back to Comic Con at some point. Uh, it is. It is an absolute nightmare. Um, it's really. It's really gotten much worse. Uh, but sometimes I like to sort of willingly descend into hell uh, and live inside of a pop up ad for for three days straight. Uh, um, Imagine so I didn't Main Street USA in Disneyland mm-hmm. without the rides. Sure. And that's Comic-Con. It's just a giant mall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I, I just sent you guys a link. I don't know if you want to click through it. Um, I think that this is, uh, it's got, I've got, I, I got a list put together of the most exciting stuff at Comic-Con. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the activations and the immersive fan experiences uh, that are put together by marketing teams all around the sort of downtown San Diego area. I mean, this is the... The time, these are the places where you can go and, you know, do an escape room that's themed like Doctor Who or something. Uh, uh, or take a picture in front of a sign that says lift on it. Um, well, the lift so. lounge used to be the, the Siffy lounge. So is that Siffy? Siffy is gone. They're not, I guess they're not promoting Eureka or the Expanse anymore. So yeah, now it's Lyft. It's the uh, Lyft lounge now. So, you know. There, there were a couple exciting activations this year. Uh, you could scour Dick Grayson's Titan's loft and uncover clues to his whereabouts. You can uh, find all the porn that he keeps and the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Limp Bizkit albums scattered around the floor. Now that he's fucking extreme, you yeah. really think Dick Grayson? This Dick Grayson is in the Limp Bizkit. The fuck Batman, Dick Grayson is the fuck Batman. Dick Grayson loves Limp Bizkit. He loves Travis Barker. He's into Blink One Eighty Two. What? He's I, I, think, I think they're all over the place. I think is he is he is he thirty four years old? <laughs> the new Dick Grayson. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. The, the actor I think he's plays a little him. bit. I think he's a little supposed to be a, supposed to be a little bit younger, skewing. Okay, you can at least have said Deftones. My God. Um, so another uh, another part of the uh, activation is you can uh, try to avoid succumbing to the deadly virus in the the mystical swamps of Swamp Thing. So that's cool. Uh, uh, swamp Thing, widely regarded as. Uh, you know, one of the great comic book pieces by Alan Moore is now um, like a bunch of ivy on a wall in like a warehouse in San Diego for now, you, you just to said, you know, take pictures. You just said an interesting word there. Comic What's, book. Yeah. Comic book. 
this so the comic in Comic Con actually means comic book the books the comic books that people buy and sell at no, conviction at comic no, that's, conventions well, are you talking about are you talking I, about that weird corner in the side of the massive convention center where all these like weird guys with pens are just kind of shoved sure. into this place and they like draw things for people well, it, it, and like you actually yeah and you can buy yeah. like pictures of comic book characters so this, and this actual comic the, books sometimes like, this is one of those things where it's like you know the the you know original etymology of the word you know is related to it but it's not technically the word comic con which is all one word yes the root of that word comes from comic book but now the word comic con has evolved to you know include so many other things so you know this is just one of those times when like Language evolves, uh, right? Over you know, time. a garden burger is a burger. There's just no meat in it. Yes, it's exactly. A, but it There's is not a patty. A whole garden in it, or anything. It, it's meant to come to denote something. So yeah, comic comic con. The single word uh, actually has very little to do with comics. So happy to have the time uh, uh, at the top of this show to uh, address that right at the top. What um, comic con exists for is to take all of the joke ads in movies and TV shows that you've seen and make them real ads, like <laughs> the Taco Bell from Demolition Man. Remember right. that joke? Remember that great yeah. bit? Well, now Taco Bell is giving I mean, that you... is a great bit. That is a great bit, and, and it's a great movie. Uh, great movie. I, you know, I, I'm just like, now we get to see it happen in a way that Now you get the Taco, Taco Bell for Bell. real. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, you know how, like, in, like, Demolition Man, they, well, I guess they did have an actual, like, uh, marketing deal, but they were, like, making fun of how, like, Taco Bell is shitty and is going to be fancy food in the future. Like, now you get to, like, pay Taco Bell for that now. Uh, <laughs> uh, what an exciting opportunity. The Walking Dead um, escape room got a pr- replaced with the Jack Ryan escape room. None of these, by the way, are even in the convention center. Comic-Con is so fucking big now that it's so just, weird. The whole city, the whole gas lamp quarter of San Diego just gets transformed into this strange thing. And Well, like, all these, and like, we should be clear here, like, for anyone who hasn't been to Comic-Con before, these activations, like, while they may sound cool in, like, marketing speak, like, it's the Jack Ryan escape room they are awful like you have to wait in line for like three hours in like the hot summer sun to go into like a warehouse that like interns set up with like a step and repeat with the logo of the show on it you know what i mean like it's like these are are terrible these are just these like basically it's like a, a marketing shanty town gets erected around the convention center of all these like temporary warehouses uh, uh and shit and um you know you get to have the opportunity to wait in line to experience them to offer free promotion for the for the shows that they're advertising right well i guess we should get into it we should get into Sure. Um, the shows, the what we're really here to talk about, and that right. is advertisements for movies that we can pay to see later. That's right. really what it's all about. Well, and just, just sorry, briefly before we get into that, I want to just you know uh, uh, address the the comics announcements that happened. That will be a little bit quicker than getting into all the movies <laughs> <Yes>. and TV. <laughs> uh, so I just want to briefly address that and say that there are none. There were not any. There's not a single exciting announcement about comics at the comic convention. I like looked at the DC one and it was like 
about how they're hitting a sales record and they will soon be available in Walmart. That's like a trade convention. That's like if I, if I was like listening into an investor call uh, as a Warner executive. So um, we can just move straight under the movies and TV. No, no, I no, no, no. Actually, there are not no you, announcements. There is one announcement that we really have to talk about. On okay. The show. Heroes in Crisis. Oh, oh yeah, we Did. do have to talk about that. <laughs> so, um, Heroes so, in Crisis, so, new uh, thing from, you know, DC does. So, first of all, uh, JDB, don't even start, all right? Because I know what you're going to do, and you're going to do your freaking Marvel homerism. Marvel already did this bullshit. Marvel okay? did this After shit already. 9/11. I know, and, so, and it wasn't. No, this is the this is the Doctor Doom crying for you. This okay. is DC getting its own like uh, modern tragedy porno comic. Okay, and- so <laughs> you can just sit this one out. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is for DC fans only. You know, I've actually just. I wasn't even like really aware of how uh uh how like just fiery the wars have gotten between uh the DC cinematic universe fans and the Marvel cinematic universe oh, fans. I love it. I I really do love it and of course I want to say that I do pick sides. I'm on the side of uh World of DC. It was renamed World of DC at Comic-Con by the way, the <laughs> DC cinematic universe. Is so it I'm really? a World of DC. Yeah, I'm a World of DC guy uh through and through and I'm happy to have picked up new World of DC fans on uh, uh and followers on Twitter. I'm happy to follow them back because uh you know, I'm a foot soldier in this war, just like the rest of you guys. And uh, Batman versus Superman was good. It's worlds plural of DC. It's oh, worlds of DC. Okay. That's Lots why you can, ha- yeah, of course, because you have multiple worlds. That's why you can tell yep. different types of stories. What happens you have when a- you put a bunch of worlds into uh, together? Is that what do you call that? A crisis, right? Yeah, that's okay. a crisis, and that's yeah. what. I feel like you're trying to make some sarcastic, smarmy point, but that's yeah. what it is. You're like, what happens <laughs> when you put all the like? What happens when you put the like 52 different Supermans together? I'm like, that it's awesome, actually, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> when, what it sounds like to me is good. Anyway, well, uh, trying to say this it's, is it's called not... the universe. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, come enough. on, all right. But this is not um, cool. Um, this is not awesome. This is no. Heroes in Crisis. This is Tom King. Former CIA agent. Again, <laughs> I mean, he couldn't for- have been that. He couldn't have been that bad of a like. Uh, he couldn't have been that effective if he's writing DC com. Or maybe he was. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he what former CIA agent who has for some reason been given the reins of of, of some of the reins of Batman at DC is doing yeah. his own crisis comic now, and it's basically him trying to work out the PTSD he has from being a fucking CIA agent using our superheroes, basically. (laughs) The concept is that, so, you know, just like him, you know, these heroes have seen so much violence and carnage that Mm -hmm. apparently they had no responsibility in causing it just happening to them. And so now they have to some of these heroes are going to go to a place called Sanctuary to heal from this. Um, yeah. uh, this is not a thing that should be in a superhero comic, but it is. And now, and somebody is going to attack it, do a mass shooting at Sanctuary. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, don't supervillains try to su- shoot superheroes all the time? The answer is yes, they do. 
-hmm. But because Tom King wants to work out his issues through the superheroes, now it's a serious thing. Just like the 9-11 thing where um, JB referenced Dr. Doom tries to blow up New York every six months. (laughs) But when it happened in real life, it also happened in Marvel. And then he cried about it because it was the real thing it was the comic creators kind of inserted themselves in there to give it a real world you know feel to it so now this thing that happens all the time in the comic books is now like just now like this you know tragedy porn uh, as jdb did eloquently say um it just it sounds completely ridiculous because it is it's not something that should be in comics you can deal with real issues in comic books but like it's not the medium. Superhero comic books are not the medium to have a serious discussion about guns and gun violence because everybody. It's especially for I, I like a mass that, uh, shooting where yeah. like the superheroes are the victims. Like that's right. not the way. It just to doesn't tell a work story. in a superhero shared universe. Like well, you, like nine like eleven. The, ob- the obvious work. thing. The obvious thing is if a superhero can get shot. They're not a good super. Again, see, this is more your partisan shit. You're, right, you're right. just trying to say DC superhero is a bad superhero. That's not the point. I'm sure these That's will be a bunch point. of a bunch of low level uh, people. Yeah. And like, I, and I feel like maybe I've been well, too strong about this. You can tell like stories like circling this for sure. Uh, in certain ways, but from what is described, it's completely ridiculous and doesn't work. Okay, one thing I think is very funny is that Tom King, the CIA agent has to have a bodyguard with him at Comic-Con because, like, people sent him death threats about his Batman 50. So this former CIA agent, you know, needs to have a bodyguard to go to Comic-Con is <laughs> a little bit funny to me. It's a little it's bit really funny. funny. It's a, it's nerd, I'll nerd. go on record saying it's really funny. Yeah, nerd, like, nerds uh, scare him more than, like, the all Oxa <laughs> Martyrs Brigade. Or... Like, to, like, I, like, I've seen a lot of things, but to step on the floor of Comic-Con without, like, armed protection, I just can't even imagine it. Like, uh... Jack Bauer, uh, basically, is like, <laughs> I need a fucking... <laughs> anyway, so that's number one that's uh, pretty funny. I-, I think that Sanctuary, like, thinking about it from the perspective of, like, it's this guy working out his weird shit with the CIA through Superman and stuff, I'm like, in a certain way, this... It, the only way this has a chance of being good is if it like hits that sort of like level of accidental beauty that like George W. Bush's paintings of Iraq veterans hit. You know what I mean? Like this like sort of accidental level of reflection. Uh, uh, but you know, I, using the mass shooting, doing the mass shooting thing, it, it just to me reeks of. Marvel just or of a DC it's stooping cynical. to it, well it's stooping to Marvel's level is really what it yes, is yes. Uh, uh, and I really hate to see that I mean like you know it's been some time since Doctor Doom cried about uh you know uh, isn't isn't basically what happened in at the start of Civil War a little similar to this like it's like like yeah, speedball yeah, did spe- like speedball blows like, up the uh, he like did the, Sandy the Hook pretty much he like did a whole Sandy Hook and like killed a whole school bus full of kids. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I just hate to see DC fo- follow Marvel's disgusting insidious mm. lead, and this is just another example exactly, of it. Exactly, exactly. And you know, there what was Marvel's line? Uh, excuse me, DC's line after nine eleven happened in the Marvel 
universe. The the line they actually said this. Um, 9-11 didn't happen in the DC universe. Our heroes prevented it. That is what, what their official stance was. Well, I mean, like that's whatever. That's fine. That's good. <laughs> that's good. It is good. I like it. I like it. Like, yeah. Why? It's would weird I? that like 9-11 even like still happened and like it was still planned. Whatever. It's fine. I guess that's good. Oh no. You know, I don't know if they say they planned it. It just said they. I think they just said like they wouldn't. It wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't of have. Of course, happened. It yeah. the only way it would have happened is if you know the the, the president the, the Lex Luthor was not going. President Lex Luthor was not let that happen um he right. would have protected uh Amer- you know, american DC, citizens dc did the respectful thing after 9-11 and just released a shit ton of comic books of like paintings of superman and firefighters together yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. that's how so that was the dumb way civil war ended with captain america going oh the first responders are mad at me guess i better surrender <laughs> and, and then they shot him. Like in the, they shot him. Like they couldn't. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, he anyway. was dead. He was dead for a bit. Sanctuary looks uh, like whatever. Tom King, former CIA agent, needs a bodyguard because he wrote Batman number fifty, where Catwoman's marrying Batman or something, and now he's making a mass shooting happen in uh, the DC universe. Uh, I don't read comics anymore. I gotta be honest. I'm just not reading them anymore. Just so, read priests. You know, just read priests. Just read priests. <laughs> what's happening over at DC, which is you know the one true superhero universe, is that like like Rorschach is like meeting President Robert Redford and shit, <laughs> and like uh, and like the the comedian is like gonna kill blue beetle or something and you know batman is marrying Catwoman, and with mass shootings it's manga for me these days my friends it's uh <laughs> it's all i can say <laughs> oh i'm looking at a picture of his bodyguard now um beefy boy <laughs> big guy but he's big like guy. wearing like uh like bodyguard like he's wearing like a comic t-shirt i know like, under like like it's like DC, like, like Tom King had a friend who wanted to go to Comic-Con. Yes. <laughs> he, just, he just looks like a burly, like, nerd. He doesn't look like an yeah. like actual bodyguard. It's like, it is so funny that he tweeted this out. He's like, here's a picture of me. It's like, that is so funny to be at Comic-Con and be like, better not mess with me. I brought, like, a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He like, lives in DC. Of course he does. Of course. It, you know, the funny thing about him is... He he started off in comics, but then he signed up for the CIA cool. after nine eleven. Ah, yeah. really cool, really cool. So, so this is the next guy that's gonna write. Like he's just gonna holy do the holy Batman terror too. Batman, but he's gonna like do it like clean in a way that people don't like get offended by it. Yeah, he'll just be able to wipe, uh, lip wash all this stuff. Cause I'm sure. Watch out for look. Black Adam showing up in Tom King's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving on to the real content because this is not yeah. about the comic books. It's it about the movies based on the comic books. It's about all the stupid fucking. It's like about a, it's like an upfronts. It's actually like what Comic Con is. Is it's upfronts for the movies. It's what it is. Uh, yeah. So who's excited for the upfronts portion of uh, the segment? Like, we all get to go to San Diego and wait in huge, gigantic lines to watch the upfront presentations by, like, 
corporate executives uh, and and like the stars who are contractually required. Yeah, to it's be a ton there. of How it's nice. a ton of people in L.A. go down to San Diego to meet people they would meet in L.A. anyway. It sucks. It's like I when I go down there and like you like for so many years I was like one I was like man if I could just go to like the Comic Con parties now I like can go to them and I'm like they are awful they're like the worst of the parties here in Los Angeles with like more annoying people and just. I don't know. It's all executives it's down there. It's a drag. There, right? It's like you, if anyway. you want – go to Comic-Con if you want to meet uh, an executive. If you want to meet uh, – right. do, do the artists still drink? Uh, do they all meet up at the – like uh, was it the Hilton? The Hyatt. The Hyatt. Yeah. Is that like still even a thing? I, I, yes. If you want to see like the comic creators you respect, like black fucking out drunk, <laughs> yes, go to the, the Hyatt. But we should get to the movies. I, I We're yes. getting distracted by my This is movie con. Well, I – Here's the thing, though. Like, there weren't that many, like, movies announced. That It was actually fairly quiet. Like, this is nothing compared to the year where, like, the first footage of Batman versus Superman came out. For sure, right? yeah. Like, there was, there's very little going on. In fact, there was more, there was almost as much, like, TV stuff. Yeah. Um, like, the sequel to um, the fucking Vampire Diaries. The, the second spinoff for Vampire Diaries. What is that Diaries. one? Is that, is that the originals? It's uh, Legacies. The God. originals is already out. Uh, why is oh, this still? Is? Why is this franchise still kicking? That is just one long. I mean, you thing. mix uh, hot-looking vampires. What else can you say? Hot-looking vampires. It's the last one. It's the last hot vampires thing. Like mm. there's still a contingent out there that likes hot vampires, and so you know they got they have to have their fix somewhere. All the rest of the hot vampire stuff is dried up. And it's so funny that you mentioned Upfront because the trailer that they put out for Legacies is literally what they would show like investors and shit. Like (laughs) it's like in 2009, the Vampire Diaries launched and had eight successful seasons and like shit like that. Like cool, yeah, you guys (laughs) did it. (laughs) (laughs) Like like it's not something for the fans. Like like they didn't bother. But um, for the movies, uh, I guess the big new. One was the Shazam trailer. Uh, yeah, I guess fun, fun. Uh, you know what? DC needs a fun Christian family film. We need that. We need uh, an all-American, G-rated, uh, with Chuck starring film that has all the family values that the superhero genre has lacked for so long. It. I mean. I- Godspeed to everyone, and I know that now. Now I'm going to lose all the people, all my DC cinematic. Or I'm sorry, the worlds, worlds of DC uh, followers. But you know, Shazam for me, I'm like, it just looks like the same. I don't like the style of comedy in in modern studio movies. Really, uh, is what what it is. And so, like, I think everyone's like excited to see this brand of humor. I, I don't like it. Like I think you don't it's like Marvel like, style humor in DC. The first films? joke. I don't like it in any films. <laughs> is what it is. Like it doesn't matter to me that it's a DC film. I don't like that the first joke in the trailer is a Game of Thrones reference. Literally, where they just say the words Game of Thrones. Yeah. it's not even like a reference. It's just oh, like it's like Game saying of the name here, of it. Dude. Yeah, I mean, like he, what he, the he, fuck? What does that even mean? Like that's really dark or. Nonsensical. Depending like that, on how I you swear, think about is it. a laugh line for the for the Hall H crowd at DC. Like I'm at a Comic Con. Like everyone's like, yes, like the words Game of Thrones. That's what's so. That's what's uh, where we're where we're reaching this very strange point as consumerism begins to eat itself further and further. We're just 
be, just because there are so many different pieces of content to catch up on in order to connect with other human beings, we've kind of just lowered our standards. It went from like, uh, if you make a reference to, I don't know, like the Ewoks, people will go, I can relate to that. Now all you have to do is just say Star Wars and people will go, oh yeah, Star Wars. Just because sure. there's so much fucking stuff. Like, I swear I didn't to God, know- like... I, I couldn't so make many... a single a re- single reference to any of these vampire diary shows you just mentioned. <laughs> but just but all you have to do is just say the name of the product, and people right. go, "Okay, okay, I got you." Yeah, it's just too much stuff to to bond over. You can't get niche anymore. At Comic Con, people will applaud over a logo. Like if yeah. you just put, if you literally <laughs> like put on a black screen like the Star Wars logo, like people will applaud it. Yeah. That will get a huge applause. Um, I did the, anyway. The, Shazam didn't really do anything for me, except I actually did kind of like Zachary uh, Levy, like pretend to be an eight year old. That cleaned that's up like uh, reminded me a bit of Tom Hanks in Big, but um, but less annoying. I feel I never really liked Big. I, what I, 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 I shit on Big? Shitting on Big is like I I don't know. It's just like one of these things. It's like shitting on the Princess Bride, which my girlfriend has done. I just I seem baffled. Um, JDB, I never, you I were never like seen one big, when Big came. I was actually a kid when Big came out. It was in my demographic. I, I, was I, like, can't want, I watched but, it on VHS. But it was like, it was weird because like it was supposed to be a kid's movie, but then like most of it is about him like fucking this adult woman. So it was, it was weird. He wanted, I don't think he ever fucked her. He yeah, tried. But, he, but he, yeah, he tried. So it was <laughs> kind of weird for me as a kid. It was like one of those like Back to the Future things where it's like, yeah, yeah, kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having sex with your mom and... <laughs> uh, Shazam, I- I'm fine with Shazam. I kind of, I mean, I will, uh, I guess I'll see Shazam. I also thought everybody really got very excited over the Aquaman trailer, which, um, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just out of step with the entire world now, but I was not very excited by the no, Aquaman I, trailer. I thought Black Manta looked cool, but like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, I, I wanted to kind of see a Black Manta movie after that, just because he, you know, big, it's like fine, badass black guy in black. I, but you, you know, when like uh, for so long, people are like, how are they going to make an Aquaman movie? And like, can you imagine if they made an Aquaman movie or whatever? And I'm like, oh, I guess the way they'll make an Aquaman movie is that it'll just look like any, any of these other movies. Yeah. Like it just looks like every Marvel movie. And one thing that was annoying to me about this in the coverage of it is everyone's like, I saw a lot of coverage that was like, finally, a DC movie with a sense of humor. Uh, and finally, some of the humor that these DC movies so severely lack. And I'm also like, what are you referring to as humor in the in the Aquaman trailer? It's quips. Like, what is it? I guess it's just quips. Like, I think people are maybe mistaken about what humor is. <laughs> yeah, maybe what obviously. I think. I think that they're a little confused about what comedy is. Um, and I, I guess what they think it is is just like the characters like like making jokes in the movie. I don't know. Like, I, I guess that's fine. And it does. It's from judging from the plot. It does this thing that all these movies do for no reason, where the fate of the entire world is at stake. Like, why right. can't it just be about him taking his throne? Why can't it be like Conan the Barbarian? underwater which is like what the best some of the best aquaman comics are but no it's about the his brother has the throne and he's gonna attack the surface yeah unless he stops him like why it doesn't have to be so big it's also funny it's like it's like 
like all these superhero movies now are like he's not like your mama's superhero. You know what I mean? It's like he's actually like kind of like a cool rocker guy and like drinks and stuff. And I'm like, that's like how Thor is. That's how like Iron Man is. Like it's actually more uncommon to have a superhero who's like a superhero <laughs> now. Yes. I don't know. Like if they were like, if he's Aquaman and he's like clean cut and like, uh, I'd be like, whoa, that's well, a crazy that, well, move. That's for a kinda, movie. Well, that's the, uh, that's what I've always liked about, St- you know, to, this is why I do like Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is earnest, optimistic, and not a poptimist. He is a, uh, a sort of a, a caricature of the ideal of the New Deal, uh, the new the you know what the New Deal. But that's could just represent. like ultimates. No, ultimate Captain America is like a right wing asshole. Yeah, he's like a piece mainstream of shit. Captain America is much more of like a like a, 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 a the, I wouldn't go as far as to say like Demsoch, but would like a, no, like, but New Deal Democrat. He's like sure. an American exceptionalist though. Right. Like he's like for Which sure. Why, yeah, he's a New Deal guy. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 Superman, as DC has become more and more of an international company, and, and Disney has had to do this with Marvel and Captain America too, is that the nationalism has been slowly getting drained out of these characters. So with Superman, it was truth, justice in the American way, and now he's more of a an agent of like a, a, a global order. And <coughs> so I often wonder how much of the anxiety over over the heroes changing comes from not just you know the the the, uh, the 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 political climates we're in, but also just the the uh, the, the global meaning of these characters. And if you that can, makes you, any that's sense. funny you mention it because one thing that I don't like about this Aquaman is that he's no longer like an Atlantean nationalist. He's uh, he's mm-hmm. just like a land dweller. Who has no idea about Atlantis? I'm like, that's not nearly as interesting as the guy who knows everything about Atlantis, Atlantis and comes well, up that's to the weird surface every like, so often to like judge us. Like that's so mm-hmm. much cooler. I mean, like, it's it's also weird because it gives uh, it gives Marvel room to pretend that they created the thing they ripped off. Namor, right. Namor is Nam- a blatant Aquaman ripoff, and Namor is like a blatant like uh, you know nationalist. He's blatantly I mean, he he is to the uh, the the sea as, as uh, Black Panther is to Wakanda, an isolationist, and having that play a big role in Arthur Curry's development is interesting. So to take that out and have it be like, "Hey, buddy, did you know that you're actually the Aquaman?" That's Thor. It's just Thor again. I don't know. Amber Heard will bring all of her uh, housekeepers and nannies to the premiere, and it'll be a big hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um so what do we got here? Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla. People seem to be genuinely excited about this. It just looked like more CGI stuff to me. I mean, like, I think that Legendary put together a really good trailer for the last Godzilla 2, and that movie was like terrible. It had <laughs> like no that, Godzilla in it. That movie had very little Godzilla in it. I I don't know. Like, I guess of the cinematic universes, the one I'm like the least completely, you know, skeptical and tired of already is the monster universe. Uh, uh, but I, I don't know if I saw in this trailer, you know, what people who were like very excited about it saw in this trailer. You know, in Japan, they think that this Godzilla is fat. <laughs> I know. It's really funny, actually. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, and he like kind of is fat actually yeah. when you look at him. I still need to watch Hidake Ano Shin Godzilla. Now I mean, that I've caught up on all my Evangelion. He is fat. Look up Debu Godzilla. Like he has, he is big. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, Shin Godzilla is fantastic. Everyone should watch Shin Godzilla. Um, I would love for the monster universe to be cool, but um, I think that like most, you know, currently running cinematic universes uh, produced by American film companies, it's probably going to (laughs) suck. That's what I think. Yeah. And like after that, like there's no more like movie stuff. Oh, there's one. There's one. And I'm very excited about it, actually. Um, And uh, I know that this will reveal me as a hypocrite for my earlier comments, even just a second ago about cinematic universes, but I'm excited for Glass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) That one actually, it looked okay. The trailer looked okay. I'm still excited for it. Um, I mean, I love Unbreakable. Split, I don't think was that good, but I like lost my mind over the the ending. Yeah, I can. Yeah, the reveal. I'm just mad. I haven't watched it yet. I'm mad that I got that spoiled for me before I had a chance to see it. No, honestly, I I did too, sadly. And it did make the movie much, much worse for knowing it. (laughs) Uh, But actually, in some ways, I'm like, I didn't really love the movie that much. And so I was, I did, I did like having that to look forward to, like knowing that that was going to be the case. Yeah, but I love Unbreakable. I think Unbreakable is one of the best. Superhero movies, if not actually, the best Unbreakable really is, a contender is, for best superhero movie. I well, think. it's definitely. I mean, yeah, as far as origin stories go, it's in the top three. I know, just, but like, let's let's look at like what 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 is the best superhero movie ever made? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think actually, if Hancock. Hancock no, is. No, I'm, not I'm just kidding. Necessarily. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, kidding. I I would maybe put Unbreakable in there as far as yeah. like. A, a well-told superhero story that is like interesting visually and does different stuff that other movies haven't done. Like Unbreakable is one of the best. Yeah, the tone, the mood, like it gets mm-hmm. like the, it does it like the right way. Like it's a very subtle mix where you're taking these um, superhero concepts and bringing them down to ground level, real world mm-hmm. stuff, while it coming across just as kind of cheap, which is what the, like the Netflix. Um, yeah, Marvel shows feel like God, like none of those same fucking hallway they've been fighting in for five years now. So. Yeah, but Unbreakable still feels cinematic, even though like the big you know fight is like in a pool, <laughs> like yeah. like a, a covered pool. But they, but you know, because Shyamalan is actually a talented director. Sorry, he is. Uh, He's a talented to director. He, he makes some missteps here and there for sure. Uh, but but most directors do. See, I I feel like there's. Like, when you look at, like, any director, they have, like, a couple good years, and then everybody hates everything after that, and, like, people don't... I mean, it's pretty normal. Like, human beings are not capable of constantly uh, pumping out quality, and then when you have one or two big hits, the expectation is is that you'll just, you know, you'll just, like piss gold for the rest of your life and but like that never bef- ever happened yeah before the sixth sense Shyamalan made like a very very shitty teen movie called wide awake like if you have a batting average of like two or three good movies you've succeeded i, I mean look, yeah, like look at you- look at joel schumacher right guy makes three incredible films then spends the rest of his career making some of those god-awful crap in the world his good movies are still good i watched the lost boys last night 
That is a fine fucking movie. No, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I don't know if all his movies are crap. I mean, I even like Batman um, the, Batman Robin. Forever. I like Batman Forever. I think yeah, Batman, Batman Forever is fine. I mean, uh, it's uh, Jim Carrey. Jim, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones didn't get along, which makes me sad. But <laughs> Yeah, what did he say? He thought he was like a clown or something like that. He was an unserious clown. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he called him a clown a bunch of times. I think I, I, I actually really do think, though, you know, uh, uh, on M. Night Shyamalan, the world has been way, way too unfair to M. Night. I think M. Night has it's made, It's because like, of Robot Chicken. It's that, that what a yeah. twist bit I think that he's, like, actually made, uh, I think maybe M. Night Shyamalan has made more good movies than bad. Like, I think a lot of his movies are really good, actually. And, and at some, like, The Village got knocked because the twist the Village is good. Yeah, I thought the village was a fine movie. And also, it it's like Mark- it is the it is the twist that you think it's gonna be, and like, who cares about that? Like, people just got mad about that movie because they're like, the twist. You could guess the twist. So I'm like, what about like every other minute of the movie? Like, is there any other part of the movie you like noticed or or t- thought about at all? Well, let's go through it. Like, Six Sense, great. Unbreakable, yep. great. Yep. Signs, great. I'm sorry. Signs is good. Yeah, signs, great. It's good. Uh, I, I I can't believe people were mad at that ending because also, that's such a classic sci-fi. Good, right. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's a Science, classic Science sci-fi. Is a weird, Science is a weird. Science has some weird choices in it, but I like that there are weird choices in it because it like shows me that this guy is like making his movie. You know what I mean? Like, do we not like movies that like do anything that is like strange? I, I don't know. Okay, don't but come on, we no, there is. I would love to sit down with him and ask him what making the last Airbender was like. Because I, I had, because I worked with. Remember, I directed a short film. My friend Jackson was in it, and he was in the Last Airbender. And he told me that when he worked in that movie with M Night, that he uh, that that M Night is one of the direct one of the kinds of directors who forces actors to be line perfect. That if they say any words differently than how it's written on the script, then the scene's a wash, which is very rare, extremely intense, and also for Avatar. <laughs> you know, so I want I want to know that process. The but last Airbender is is just wacky. I I saw that movie. That is, just I can't imagine. I don't know why. Why would it be good? Like, it's yeah. just from like, and then the Will Smith of- Scientology movie. Oof. Okay, After so Earth. I actually have never seen After Earth, and I don't know why people were so mad about it because it seemed like again like. Just basic sci-fi thing. Oh, they come back to this dangerous planet. Oh, it's actually Earth. They have to survive. The end. Like nah, I thought it's that about Thetans. Oh, okay. Well, it's literally, Will Smith. yeah, yeah. It's Will Smith doing Scientology propaganda with his kid. Uh, M Night was just a hired gun. I, I doubt he even had that much. I, I think on all of them, and also M Night went through a, a dark period where nobody wanted to work with him, and he had to like take what he was getting offered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I think that M. Night's movies that are M. Night movies uh, are on the whole good. I mean, we're not going to talk about the happening. Lady, Lady in the in Water is odd. It's an I odd movie. I thought it was a fine. Like, it's, it's okay. A little, I don't dislike that movie. It's, it's, a, little it's a little weird movie, but like every movie, no movies can be just a little weird. I don't know. I, th- I think I, like, I think one of the problem is like the scale of it. Like Lady in the Water, like a lot, a couple of his movies feel more like, you know, Twilight Zone episodes, right. right? Like where if it was taken as that, like it wouldn't be such a big deal. Late right. Water could be just like a really. If it was a Twilight Zone episode, it would be like the greatest Twilight Zone. Like episode he's ever. he's undercut by being M Night Shyamalan, yeah, and like well, yeah, have, and being I mean, really big the, coming the, out of the gate. The danger of the brand, sure, yeah. the curse. Um, 
while, you know, we we should probably do a whole episode uh, revisiting M. Night Shyamalan, clearly. Um, but, yeah, but I guess but we should look cool. at other... But Glass looks cool. Glass, glass looks does. cool. I'm cool yeah. with Glass. I want to see it. Uh, oh, very exciting. How excited are you guys for uh, Harry Potter 11, Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> um, The Trial of uh, of Glimmer, Glimmerwalt? Oh, man. I cannot tell you how important it is. First of all, when I think of actors that the young recognize and that the young relate to, it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp uh-huh. is cool. Johnny Depp is a sex symbol. Uh, girls love him. Boys want to be him. And that's yeah, how it's now. been. Especially, especially now. now. Especially now. Uh, it's No, I think Cigarette it's great. Cigarette-weathered um, uh, Max Landis haircut Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah. you got to get him in Living Harry alone Potter in a, 11, li- the Harry Potter Chronicles. Living alone in a rented mansion with nothing but uh, a bunch of Hunter S. Thompson memorabilia and a I pound of this hash. Fantastic, I watched this Fantastic Beast trailer, and I'm like, do people, like, watch... Are people watching these movies? <laughs> like, is, is the Harry Potter fan? Do people care about these? I guess is the yeah, big question. That's, I know that's people my same really like. Too. I, yeah, I, but, but I do feel like as, aesthetically, I found it a lot less annoying than all the other Harry Potter movies. Like, it looked like if I didn't know anything else about it, I might technically be interested in something that vaguely looks like this. Of course, knowing it's Harry Potter, seeing all the goofy fucking wands and the goofy <laughs> CGI animals and all the twisting, turning stuff for no fucking reason, <laughs> I was immediately turned off. But when all the like fine British people were standing around, well dressed, I was like, "This looks kind of cool." It's just frustrating because like we've reached the point where this the we we in, in this franchise explosion, we've now passed the source material light years like this harry potter has been over for a decade and they just can't give it up they just can't give up the complete unwillingness to drop a franchise even for just a few years like i don't know how hollywood thinks that they're not tony hawking themselves because well i mean it is actually the same thing that happened i think with tony hawk and with all the ea people are just gonna hate harry potter they're gonna hate everything they're gonna five ten years from now america is going to hate spider-man america is going to hate all of these sort of cultural staples of the last 40 years through overexposure, will be completely and utterly despised by the masses, and it's gonna be uncomfortable. Great, yeah, that's you know good. also it's like uh, I mean like they this it's this model. I think what this is is like they are applying the same way they did in video games. They're applying like the quarterly earnings model yeah. to like creative works. <laughs> like they need to like hit these quarterly earnings and like the shortcut that these executives know for how to like get it to hit the numbers that will let them keep their job is by, like, doing the same thing they did last year, by, like, having, you know, a piece of content to schedule at a certain time of the year every single year. They figure that they'll get, like, similar returns every year. I think what they're going to witness is, like, the same thing that happened with video games. Like, this model has already gotten us to, in just, like, unbelievably record time, has gotten us to a Star Wars movie bombing. Uh... Like they they hit the jackpot with Marvel. They you know everybody thinks that Marvel is the model, but I actually think that Marvel might be a li- little more of an outlier. Uh, and Not only are they an outlier, as as the DC Worlds has made clear that well, attempting we'll, to we'll emulate- see about that. Well, no, but attempting to emulate the MCU model does Absolutely. not work. Absolutely, but not only is it an outlier, it's 
my whole thing is like, uh, you know, with Ant-Man 2, there was disappointment and it had like, it had front loading on par with Black Panther and then it just petered out, which to me is not yeah. a surprise. But to Marvel, people were expecting that this, that, that the second Ant-Man movie was going to get Black Panther numbers. Right. The, the, the expectations are not, the expectations are, are becoming unhinged with the reality of, of how movies even work. So... Right. I mean, it is like Netflix and this uh, this inevitability they projected till their stock took a shit last week. There was this this feeling that like we are here, we are in charge, we will never go anywhere, and that usually like means that you've got a few years left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good luck to them. Good luck to all the film companies announcing nothing but like long term uh, shared universe slates. Uh, it's possible that those are on the out, but uh, we shall see. We shall see. The movies, the movies trailers were disappointing. Uh, the TV trailers also not too hot. No, I actually like, thought the TV trailers were really good. I, that's what I was about to say. I think the TV trailers look pretty cool, like um, Arrows in Prison now, Green Arrows in Prison. Michael Ja White shows up. Like It looks kind of cool. Like I don't think I'll ever get through six seasons of Arrow to get to this point where I can actually watch the season, but I should I that. should I finally do it? I mean like I watched like I've watched so much anime that I'm like, maybe I should just finally take on the CWDC shows. Am well, I really at that point in my life? I think it might be time. It looks Dave, cool. David Goyer David Goyer has been trying to make an R rated Green Arrow in prison movie yeah, for yeah, about yeah. fifteen years, the Supermax. And so I guess they just gave up, and they're like, fuck it, we're putting it on the CW. Yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. Um, the Black Lightning uh, one looked pretty cool. The um, Legends of Tomorrow. like You're, that, you're becoming I, a Berlanti stan. I, I, I never disliked it. Every episode I've seen of any of these shows, I've enjoyed watching as, like, you know, like just 60 minutes so, so of, like, So what is the whole CW? Energy. What is the whole CW DC universe at this point? So it's How many Arrow, shows would I have to watch? It's called the it's, Arrowverse? Uh, it's, it can be. It was originally called Arrowverse. I don't know if they, they're stuck with that. But it's Arrow. It's Supergirl. It's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, it's The Flash. Wow. The Ray. It's Black Lightning. And wow. it's also, I think it actually technically Krypton, but all those events take place hmm. before well, any Well, I guess I just want to say that uh, I think I'm going to watch the entire – I'm, like, looking right now on Wikipedia just at, like, the shows and the dates they've been running. And I'm like, this looks like something I got to do. Whenever I go on a Wikipedia and it's, like, a very complicated continuity of something, I'm oh, like – Oh, of course. Mm, of course. I, I This is something I need to devote, like, 100 hours to. Uh, so – you heard it here first, folks. I think I'm going to get into the CW Arrowverse. Yeah, yeah. I, I you still have to watch the Purge series, and I have. Oh, the the upcoming the series. series. Yeah. Oh, I TV will be. Series. Don't worry about that. And you got to watch Disenchanted, the the Matt Groening man. Uh, uh, I that don't trailer. What do you guys Oof. think about that trailer? I didn't watch it. Um, let me skim through it real quick. Yeah, just give it a watch. It's it just sucks. It just looks like. Futurama without the effort in Game of Thrones world. Oh, it's got CGI. Yeah. Lots of CGI. Lots of CGI. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right all that. They, they don't do good with CGI. I mean, I, I bet that Netflix probably doesn't have the budget that, say, Fox had, even if they pay <laughs> these people like $400 yeah. million. Dollars, like, none of that's the budget. So, uh, man. Man, 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 man. man. <laughs> I don't know. It just, like... Uh, 
I will get. I'll do my best. That that the, the style of show. I, this is not. I will try my best to watch Disenchanted. I know people seem to be excited by it. Uh, I do like Futurama. I did like Simpsons when it was uh, good. Um, Futurama is the best. I'll give it a shot. That trailer was not that exciting to me, uh, and I do think like. Every joke seemed to be, like, about a character dying. <laughs> it was odd. There were, like, two jokes in the trailer where it was, like, a guy got, like, a sword through his head. And then another one was, like, an old lady, like, drowning in a carriage. Uh, I don't know. I just – there was not that much funny stuff in that trailer, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'd love to write on the show if anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it looked uh, it looked okay. Uh it's fine. It, uh, you know, it's too late. That's my attitude. Once the trailer airs, they've hired all their writers. I have no shot. I can make fun of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Brainiac is coming to Krypton. Hey, that's another point for the um, Berlantiverse. Well, I'm going to be... That's something that I'm excited about as uh, a CW uh, DC guy now. I'm a, but are I'm you going to subscribe to the uh, the DC service? And if that's I what it takes, 100% some edgy. Oh, yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about the Titans. I mean, uh, I should yeah, okay. fuck Batman, but... So what do we think? I think it looks fine. Because you have to take these things for what they are. Like, yes. really. Like, there are, they're just TV shows. They're, right. Like the, it's fine. It's fine. I think it looks fine. I think, I, little, I think that, his head's too skinny to be Robin. <laughs> I think Robin t- tends to have kind of like a fatter head. But other than that, it's okay. I think Raven looks doesn't look good, but. I got no problem. Like, you know, people like, I think that it's interesting or. I would like to see more superhero things with different tones. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's actually why it's annoying when these trailers come out for the new DC movies and people are like, finally, they're getting more tonally like the Marvel movies. I'm like, so we just want every movie to like have the exact same tone. We don't want any piece of art in this uh, uh, realm to be different in almost any kind of way. So I don't know. Like The fuck Batman thing was a little silly, uh, but also... Who cares? But you know what I mean? But it didn't really si- bother me. But it felt like silly, like it's supposed to be a little bit silly, and that's yeah. fine. It's like, oh, Robin's going to say fuck Batman. People are going to think it's ridiculous, and it's going to be fun. And that's fine. I, I actually yeah. like the thinking behind putting fuck Batman. How can you not like the, How can you not like the thinking behind that? Yeah, I think it's fun. <laughs> it just looks stupid. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Sure, right. sure, right. sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to start doing secret DC shows. <laughs> nah, you already do them. That is true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we actually did. We have. We have done that. No, we right. did a secret Marvel show where we reviewed Infinity oh, right, War right, telling right. JDB. <laughs> oh, by the way, what did you think of Infinity War? Since we can finally ask you. Oh yeah. Did we did we finally see it? Well, uh, we saw it. We did a secret episode about it without you. Uh, did you see right. it? I've seen Infinity War. I saw it months ago. Well, what do you ago. think? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, it felt like uh, you know, it felt like the Ru- it didn't actually feel like the Rooster Brothers directed the whole thing. It did actually no. feel like no. It did feel like it did feel like every Marvel director directed like on the set of their movies an Infinity War scene. No, they would never like do it that. It did. It did. It no. did feel like like on the set of Guardians of the Galaxy two some no, Infinity no, War no. stuff. You're saying, stuff you're got saying shot. that it was shot like how like a funnier die video would get shot? Or, no, 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 know, no, maybe, no, maybe no, a TV series. No, 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 no. Not like not not like how they would shoot like 
uh, an anti-drug PSA on set of these movies and make it look like they're all cut together. They would never do something like that on this big culmination of what the entire Marvel Universe has been building toward. This is it, folks. This is where it's all been leading. <laughs> uh, it's been all been leading to do what Marvel always does, which is to, uh, as soon as their talent starts making money, uh, professionally humiliate them and dispose of them like garbage. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of yeah, James Gunn. All right. James Gunn. He's been so thrown into really, the Whedon hole. This is really conflicting to me uh, because I really, really, really would love to revel in James Gunn being fired and be super shitty and annoying about it because James Gunn is super fucking annoying to me. His yeah. Twitter um, sucks. He's so, so bad on Twitter. I don't like the Guardians movies. I think they're bad, actually. <laughs> I think they're bad movies. Uh, and I actually think that, like, they're, like, I don't like the humor in them. I think it's, like, his direction that I think I don't like about yeah. those movies, like, <laughs> so, above you know, everything else. It, it's so with all that said, I think it's fucked up that he got fired from the movie. Yeah. Jack yeah. and I have had a few uh, heated and contentious discussions about this, but what it boils down to, for my opinion, and whatever that's worth, James Gunn is a dude who made raunchy exploitation oh, entertainment. Here we go. And it's good stuff. Here Slither we go. is good. Super Jamie, is good. This, PG this is third, porn is this hysterical. Is, this is the third episode you have given us your, you know, grand theory of James Gunn's Ovoir. But okay? trauma, which, we, which, by the way, I would like to say trauma we, is we, we good. Like, like always have been way ahead on this James Gunn thing. You know, we, we Toxic were Avenger. Ahead this guy's Toxic okay. Avenger is good. I know. Uh, you love all the James Gunn bros. But he didn't. He, he did. didn't. He didn't make that. Just Lloyd Kaufman made Class of New. I like that stuff Avengers. too. I like that stuff too. But like, but this specific thing is like, you know, it's fine that he did all that stuff. The jokes do suck, and like, it would be funny. It's like funny to see him get in trouble like this, right? But also, it was fucking Mike Cernovich. It is. It is like wild that Disney allowed Mike Cernovich to be as important a voice as he is, and it is like. What the right is trying to do, like what Mike Cernovich and those guys are trying to do, is they are trying to say that everyone in Hollywood is a pedophile. That's like yes. the new angle is like trying to say that everyone that works in Hollywood is a pedophile. And that is not correct. Like there right. are a few high po profile pedophiles, uh, but the rest of people in Hollywood are not pedophiles. You yeah. know what I mean? You, like you gotta, It's like the 99 and the 0.1 percent. Like, right. Are, exactly. Point one percent of our industry fucks kids, yes. and the rest of us don't. Uh, the people who have gone <laughs> to that mansion in Encino uh, with with Brian Singer, you know, the people who went on private uh, jet rides with Jeffrey Epstein. I have to give you them. I think that you're right. <laughs> they are pedophiles, but that is just not like the the uh, uh, the blue collar, the actual like rank and file. Like I, I don't think that that is the right. Case. Like but anyway, Dan so. Dan Harmon, alcoholic dickhead who is mean to women sure. he works with. Terrible uh, to his doesn't, employees. Doesn't fuck babies. <laughs> no, doesn't fuck babies. Bad guy for a lot of other reasons. People in Hollywood, I gotta be clear here. People in Hollywood are bad for so, so many reasons. They are bad for so many reasons. I don't think the majority of them are pedophiles. Um, yeah, I don't think Michael Ian Black is a pedophile. I'm gonna go on record here saying that while I, you know, don't like his Twitter presence that much, although I do respect the fact that he has given himself over fully to being a web poster. I was thinking about that today, and I, I, I do think that while these he people is, are he's annoying, all in. 
we He's have to in. give them respect for being posters like us. They, for no reason, have decided <laughs> to devote themselves full time to posting. And so I do have to give them respect for that. Uh, but I don't think Michael Ian Black is a pedophile. And I don't think that James Gunn the, is a pedophile but, uh, either. The thing James Gunn Michael saved Marvel. They were fucked after that Age is, of Ultron. You know, it is true that, like, he, he like, James Gunn, uh, for worse, Created the entire tone of the Marvel movies. Yeah, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. All right. Sorry, Leslie. Sorry. Let's slow down. Okay. We've been all over most of this before, right? What we haven't, you know, taken a second to talk about is how we have been right about Disney all the goddamn time. Sure. And every bad thing we've ever said about them has been proven correct by the fact that they kicked out a guy who made them billions of dollars on his ass because of a couple of joke tweets. That he had already apologized for six years before. Yeah, because an actual rapist brought them up. An actual rapist who makes rape jokes, too, who also does the same thing. James we London. just speaking speaking of you know uh, violence towards women. Johnny Depp was just on the Hall H stage. I mean, yeah, it's a great town we have out here. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, even Johnny Depp is 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 now playing Glemson Glimmerwald or whatever in uh, uh, in the new Harry Potter. Um, I don't know. I I think that this is a really this is fucked up. I do think that Disney. We have to. I mean, it is important to like look at what disney did here uh and set and yes. you know even even like identify that and isolate yeah because it so bit. many people are just focusing on what you know gun said some people even on the left are like well you shouldn't make those jokes like come on sure. like they're bad jokes but they're old he apologized for them what the fuck else you want to do oh, they right? were kind of funny i mean oh, I'm, maybe I'm i know person, jonathan of course right. we know they were funny. Funny. <laughs> all right but you you take those jokes and then people want to talk about how mike cernovich is a piece of shit and a rapist and he is but yeah. like the real like i think the main thing here is for future reference like um is that disney is treating like even someone who made them a billion dollars as completely fucking disposable, disposable. and, and yeah. will treat anyone like this and maybe they shouldn't be in charge of oh 70 of media we we've seen it time and time again we it's the story that just keeps on happening is disney keeps sending out like public warnings to creative types uh that no insolence will be tolerated at any level, uh, any yeah. level whatsoever. It doesn't matter if you're directing the next Star Wars, if we've announced it. It doesn't matter if you shot the entire movie. You're going to get fired. Uh, and publicly, and you don't just get fired. with like a, yeah. It's not like there were creative differences and we no. had to move on. Like we, They will publicly humiliate they're you. They're going to shiv you and they're going to like – it's it's all about what is, what is right for the company above all else. Uh, they're going to – like this company, the biggest fucking company in the world that you know now is going to buy Fox. So it's like everything is going to be Disney. Like you're Bob, not Bobcat, going to be able yeah. to avoid working for Disney. Bobcat Goldthwait wrote something very cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm warming up to him. He wrote, Dear Disney, I would hate for you to come off as hypocritical, so I'm suggesting that you remove my voice from an attraction that's coming to your park. It's called World of Color Villainous, and I reprise the role of Pain, a role I played in Hercules. You see, here's the deal. Years ago, I made a lot of sarcastically shocking and offensive jokes, many that I'm huh. embarrassed about now, and I'd hate to make you guys look bad seeing that I'm openly critical of the president, and you seem to be taking your lead from some of his fringe supporters. I think James Woods might have recorded a voice for this new attraction too why not check out some of his wacky past tweets they're a hoot for the record i do stand with sexual uh survivors of sexual abuse and i was wondering if you guys are still making money off of your movie powder 
asking wow. for a friend. Yeah, Victor Salva directed a few big movies for the mouse, uh, is a convicted sex offender, uh, child molester. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, I do think that, I don't know. I, 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 this is just a bad sign for, for what, uh, uh, things are going to be as, uh, in things to come. I really do think, like, if this is the new, if this is the new normal for how we're supposed to operate in Hollywood, uh, I think that that's pretty dark. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I worry about, I yeah. don't know. It's James, not like, it is James, a very different thing. Like, it, it, Dave what, Batista what, has been loyal, which I respect. Uh, yeah, D- Dave Bat- of- Batista's a good guy. Batista's yeah. a good guy. Generally Chris Pratt guy. posted a, a prayer uh, as, a, I believe, a secret Trump guy. I think he's a secret Trump guy, everyone. Yeah, uh, I think so, uh, too. I think his prayer also, like, kind of nicely straddled the line between, like, it could be seen as, like, supporting James Gunn or by saying, or it could be seen as, like, James Gunn should have, like, thought before he posted those tweets or something. Like, should have prayed Chris harder. Pratt, yeah, should have prayed a little bit more. Um uh, you know, whatever. I yeah, don't know I why mean, they could just, they should all just say, all right, we're not doing the next one unless they bring gun back. Yeah, they should walk. They should all they just say like, like, you know. But then I like, are, are, like literally what that is doing, like if you do that, then you are saying to like, this is the big problem with like how Disney is becoming the only film studio left is you're saying like, I don't want to work at all ever again. Yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. make a movie ever again in my life. Yeah. That's the fear. That's the, that's, I, I but somebody's going to have to break through it. And like, I feel like this one would be a, I don't know. Like, I think most of them made a lot of money. They're already rich. They can go somewhere else. I'm sure DC, like, because I don't know if, like, if Warner Brothers did, would necessarily do the same thing here, right? Like, they no, are they still. A, Disney has a very specific moral. Code. Disney is Scientology. I swear to you, like Disney, like the way uh, I, Disney, I think, is run a little more like Scientology, and it's all in service of like the one great master. <laughs> so, I, so I, so like you know, it's not like these other movie studios are better but like i don't know they how many are. of them would necessarily like say all right we're gonna blackball these people too because they want the director because th- who made a bunch of money like i feel like a lot of these studios are probably like on the phone with james gunn right now like no i think disney is very very aware that they're the biggest ever uh and i think they take advantage of that and i think that it leads to like a really weird company culture uh and I don't know. I do think it's a little like uh, culty, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like I, I just want to know what are the Marvel or the Marvel fans saying? Those cinematic universe, you know, obsessives who are always talking about how great the humor is, how great James Gunn is. I don't know. How great, actually. great, great. Gardens of the Galaxy is JDB. I like the first one a lot. The second one, not so much. Uh, but I also. Uh, I want to see more movies like Super, and and I do want to see more movies like Tromeo and Juliet. I miss schlock. I think the fact that people don't make schlock makes me sad. This is the James Gunn session over here. JDB, I think <laughs> I'm going to start- His Twitter fucking sucks. I wish you would I'm, shut up about I'm Russia. Gonna, so I'm going to start my own show about It's Always Sunny. Jack's going to do his anime baby corner. And I'll do my this, B this, movie you know, You'll do your James Gunn- um, Just do a Gun James Gunn only show. Only Gun, James Gunn movies? Yeah. Uh, the gun issue, you should call it. The gun, the gun show. Uh, <laughs> the gun show. That's he good. used to write blogs and shit about like which superheroes he would bang. Like he, yeah. he did everything. He was a very, he very did it online all, man. guy. He, yeah, he did it all, man. He made jokes about dead babies. He, 
he wrote blogs about uh, fucking well, but, but, like yeah. raccoon girl or but whatever. But who's but who's like, who's next? Who's next in the in the who's the comedian that'll get a you know that that we found like ten years. ago? If this ago, works, we, every single one of them. Like yeah, they're all what, gone. This is like you know that's fine. Like if if the big thing here is that like. If companies are willing to bend to this, like if, then everyone's if, just going to leave. If as yeah. big a company as Disney is willing to bend to the kind of PR that they got for like three hours and like shiv James Gunn over it, like which made them yeah billion. Like I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who's going to be left. You know what I mean? And like I haven't made like dead baby jokes or whatever. But if what we're defending ourselves is, uh, against is like conservative provocateurs in bad faith like finding old shit and like weaponizing it to try to get us fired and if that's actually going to work if the bosses actually care about us so little that they're like willing to give into that then this site is it's then, just yeah, done. Twitter's We're dead fucked. yeah like oh, not, you, yeah well there's a very like direct parallel here between how the Obama administration treated its employees whenever Fox News would go after them. We saw this uh Van Jones got shivved this way. Um they hmm. had that lady that was she was like part of like like the farm whatever government agency like gives farm subsidies out. She would always tell this story about how, you know, she met this couple who this couple white couple who she was very upset with she had a very negative interaction with initially and you know she felt like you know denying their claim just because they were so mean to them and they would cut that section out of the speech and show it on fox news but the rest of the the speech is that like and they later became my best friends the Mm -hmm. husband died i still go visit her every year and but the but as soon as the start airing Fox News, the Obama administration, the White House, was like demanding like this middle of management, like GS nine lady, be <laughs> fired from her job because of it, because Fox News was going after her with an incomplete clip, with a obviously <laughs> yeah. faked clip. Well, that's what they do best, right? They 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 take these chunks and then that's enough. To- but it's not. But it's really just like it's not about Cernovich. It's not about Fox News. It's about the cowardice of the yes. Obama administration. Yes. Even yeah. though they have all the power, even though they could stand up for this woman, mm-hmm. even though they could have fought for her, this woman. It's just easier not to for these companies and for the Obama administration. And they feel like in their guts that for some reason, like this is for the greater good. Like this mm-hmm. person just has to give because, like, we can't deal with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is and in then, service uh, of the yeah, greater. Shirley Sherrod. My, my hope is my hope her is. Name. Th- Look, I the 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 cynic in me thinks that this this will only get worse. The optimist in me hopes that maybe some liberals will go, "Oh shit, like maybe we should stop uh we should stop like uh trying to crucify people alive for like dumb jokes so- when they yeah, I, I like you said. I, I saw you said, and I kind of hope it's true. But I have a kind of theory. It's like anything that requires the majority of the people to hold two ideas in their head at the same time <laughs> is doomed to failure. You have yeah, to hold two things in it. your head at at once in order to stand why you know James Gunn getting fired is like a bad. Thing in this instance and also why you can't demand the next person get fired for their shitty joke that uh, you don't like as much as James Gunn 
Like it, you can't like that takes two ideas in your head at the same time and wrestling with that and living with that ambiguity and that conflict and that contradiction and coming out on the other end. And most people just aren't going to do it. Well, I think the big problem is, is, you know, you can get big groups of people to like all get on board with one idea or you can like, you know, target the number of people who have that one idea. But when you get up to two, you're just never you're never going to find a group <laughs> that, that, that all that that hold both. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, I guess we stand with James Gunn, although we also hate think his that he sucks. And he don't don't, <laughs> don't log don't log back on James, yeah. but get your job back. Yeah, I don't I care you what get... you do, James. I, I, I don't <laughs> care. I don't you feel sorry for you. You have enough money. As I'm not going to see the movie. I'm not going to see the movie either way. But yeah. you know, All it right. is. It would be bad. It's just bad that the the. That Disney like fell for this with fucking Mike Cernovich of all people. Like, come they didn't on, fall guys. for anything. They're crazy. They yeah, it's they're true. calculating. They are, like, so excited to get rid of any creative for any reason. And that such they a, a few bucks. And such a like pathetic calculation. Like you couldn't yeah. like last like a day. You couldn't have them go out and prostrate himself again. Yeah, and let that Al- Alan Horn can eat shit. Not six hours for like the guy who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, where there's like now a fucking ride of it. In, in Disneyland, yeah. crazy. Sorry, Disney California Adventure. Yeah, no, and that Twilight Zone ride wasn't too bad. Oh well. You know the best one is at a uh, Disney Sea in uh, Japan. It's like oh. it's like the Adventurers Club. Uh, it's Ooh. the best version of the Tower of Terror ride. Really? Yeah, it's like the Adventurers Club brought back like uh, a voodoo skull or some shit. Jeez, All right, I gotta check that out. All right. Yeah, gotta, gotta, wait, wait, wait. No, you can't check out Disney. Disney is evil. Don't, no, I don't mean, check right, it out. You know, don't go see there's Disney. No, there's no compromise. You know, you got to you gotta make compromise on our campus. And no, I'm not. I'm thinking about it, Jack. You've been playing an awful lot of those Kingdom Hearts games. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think Japanese Disney is the best Disney. I think that uh, the Japanese interpretation, like Mickey Mouse with like a big clock and chains and shit, like is actually the best version of Mickey Mouse. All right. Well, let's wrap <laughs> this note. up on this note of praising Disney. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> I love Disney. <laughs> let's wrap it up. All right. Have a good one, everyone. All right. We'll talk right. soon. Goodbye, everybody. Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.